0: This is the A.I.E. Podcast.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the A.I.E. Podcast, episode 120. I am Gomez, uh, broadcasting from beautiful Northern California. Hey, hey, party people. Joining me from only a quarter of the state away, which is still a really long drive, is Aludra.
2: Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome, and yeah, I've made that drive.
1: Oh, yeah, my my sister lives down there, so I'm trying to get down there more, but oof. Yeah, it is a brutal drive. What has been going on with you and the the World of Warcraft? I'm assuming you're playing World of Warcraft.
2: (laughs) That would be a pretty strong assumption, and you'd be right on. I've been mostly just, I hit level 90, yay, and I've been running around on my panda going crazy. There is reps to grind. There are pets to catch. There are... Stormwind rats to, you know, sneak in as a Horde character, because doing it on the Alliance side, way too easy, folks. Way too easy. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
1: Oh, and, and not not to, uh, Zod is not here. He had a family obligation this evening, and it was important for him to be there. We told him, mm-hmm. yes, definitely do that. We will soldier on without you. So uh, it's... Or
2: we voted him off the show.
1: Well, no, no, no. We need Zod. What are you talking about? <laughs> Zod, Zod, totally necessary. So
2: He is totally necessary. The show will not be the same without him.
1: So, uh, I, I have been able to uh, squeeze at least a couple levels out of Borderlands 2, which has been uh, a lot of fun. Uh, the game is, you know, great mindless fun. I think I'm up to level 15 now. Um I have been collecting. Oh, if people are not collecting the shift keys, they haven't been giving out a ton lately. But basically, when you buy Borderlands 2, there's a service you can sign up for um, through Gearbox, which is the company that actually wrote the game. That they're, see, they're, they have a clever little name shift, like Gearbox Shift. Oh, Gearbox. I thought you
2: were talking about your keyboard.
1: No, like, no, no. What? Not like a shift key, a S H I F T. So, yeah, no, you're like, <laughs> God, what are you talking about? So, basically, the CEO of the company, and now I think the Twitter handle is at Gearbox Software. Uh, They will periodically tweet out a code that will be good for three hours on all three of the platforms that Borderlands 2 is available from. If you sign up for the service, which is free, and enter in the codes, you get these keys which unlock like a, a golden treasure chest in the middle of the main city. And... Depending on the higher level you get, the better rewards there are. But you can continually open the box with as many keys as you have. So oh, it's it's kind that. of it's kind of a neat little like you know hey we want you to keep playing the game we want you to enjoy the game. So it's been kind of a cool Let little. Describe you. Yeah, like I I. Uh, <laughs> I opened one at level 10 and I'm going to open one probably at like level 20 and 30 and 40 so I have up to eight keys right now so that that will uh, should be a lot of fun and the first time I opened it I basically got like epic level grenades for level 10 so that was like really nice like I throw a grenade and it the grenade explodes for like thirty-five seconds, so it's kind of a uh, you know fun thing to lure people in and then you know chuck this grenade out of the ground and run the other direction. So, uh-huh.
2: that, I like how you said you have up to eight. Like you're you're not quite sure, but the max amount is eight. No, no, no. That's I'm so I am tests.
1: I am up to eight. You can I know people who have gotten every single one of the codes that are like at thirteen or fourteen. So no, like I have gotten eight of them, but I, because I'm not home 24 hours a day and not, you know, on Twitter at three in the morning, that's because they've (laughs) done it basically for all time zones. So it's, uh, but no, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying the game. It's great and mindless. Sooner or later, I will be able to get, you know, fully back into MMOs, but, uh, you know, we'll see Had a house guest this past weekend. So we'll, we'll see how that, uh, works out.
2: Yeah, for now, don't don't stress so much. You're still part of AIE. We still love you.
1: No, no, no. I know, but it's I feel bad because there's you know the two fine gentlemen we have with us this week are shouldering more burden because I am not on SWOTOR as much as I should be as an officer. So Oh
2: well that's your business, yeah. You're well
1: that, that's what I'm saying is <laughs> I need to be in the games because I have responsibilities in the games and, you know, sort of been shirking those a little more than I would like, but I'm, you know, working on trying to get things in place so I'm able to do so.
2: Yeah. Real life can be tough.
1: Oh yes. Oh yes. So I think we have a great show for this the you know this this evening, I guess I should say, uh, with special guests. We have both Abavan and Makia here to talk about Swotor, but first we will go into AIE News.
3: AIE News.
2: Our guild remembrance for Vandyclaw will be taking place this Saturday, October 13th at 2 p.m. server. Remember to have your Horde Balloon ready for a celebration of a great guildie's life. More details can be found on the forums.
1: We have an AIE Gaming Community Town Hall scheduled for Friday, October 26th at 10pm Eastern Standard Time. What's a town hall? It's sort of a community-wide update. Do you have questions about how things are going? Do you want to know how the various games are doing with all these expansions? Or do you just want to know who's in charge? The town hall is the place to go for all this information and more.
2: For all you folks romping around Panda Land, like me, if you hit level 90 and are trying to figure out Tiller's rep, I, because it says Aludra, but that's totally me, have found a handy guide that the mysterious Nessa has put together. Nessa, sadly, isn't a guildie, at least that we know, but she is someone who, help, who has managed to help us all out. Thank you, Nessa, wherever you are.
1: We know there's a ton of games out there lately to play, but TF2 is still a guild favorite. If you've been enjoying Man vs. Machine, the recent DLC that just came out, a new update just dropped. New matchmaking types, new loot, as well as new tours are available.
2: The parties in Orgrimmar could not hope to contain, contain Salem's Beats. He's extended it to make a regular weekly thing. Check out the forum post for details. He typically plays his choice the first hour and then has a handy form for taking requests.
1: Okay, I went to the Ren Faire last weekend, so we'll see if I can get through this one. With the forthwith upcoming hither release of Black Ops 2, AIE Steam wonders if there are enough players that would be interested in a private AIE server. Share your thoughts on the AIE Steam forums.
2: Ah, oh, you nailed it. <laughs> Steam, Steam group forums? What's that? Team in their latest software release, has made huge changes to the community section, a Facebook-like feed to keep up with your friends, and a completely revamped group page. If you haven't seen it, shame on you and your next of kid.
1: So we have our officers uh, from AIE SWOTOR who are joining us. We have the birthday boy, and yes, I am going to call you out on the podcast, <laughs> on his birthday. Right. That's how dedicated he is to this game. Abavan, welcome, welcome to the show.
4: Hey, thanks for having me. And yes, it is my birthday. And yes, I'm on the podcast. I couldn't ask for a
5: greater present.
1: And we have the newest officer to the AIE Swotor family. We have Makia. Welcome, Makia.
5: Hey, thanks for having me.
1: Uh, I'm just going to sort of turn it over to you guys. I have been sadly remiss in my officering duties. So we will need the two of you to fill us in on what all is going on in the
5: galaxy far, far away. Don't worry, we'll pick up your slack. All right. Well,
4: first off, um, welcome, Mackie to the Officer Corps, and we are so sorry. <laughs> right. I bet you are. Uh, it, uh, it's a uh, it, it's a it's a privilege to to to, to work with these uh, people and to lead this wonderful group of people, and I just um, it's a humbling experience, and
5: I hope you have the same. Oh, thanks. All right. I'm I'm trying. <laughs> it's a little overwhelming right. at the moment. Uh, at first, it, it, is. it is. Yeah, it is. That, well, if, if it means anything, you're doing a great job. Oh, thanks. I try.
4: <laughs> right. So let's learn a little bit um, about you, introduce you to everybody out there. But, but what do you like about SOTOR? What do you like about Star Wars?
5: What do I like about Star Wars? Uh, probably the main thing is it's sci-fi. And, you know, in the MMO market that's out there today, there just isn't a, a whole bunch of sci-fi. And I'm hearing all the EVE online guys going, we're sci-fi. Okay, you know what, guys, I can't get around that. my My ship is my character. I, there's just something about that that just doesn't work for me. No, no, but you maybe can, some other time.
1: You can run in space stations now. Like you can, you can actually get out of your ship. But yes, the the main focus you are, are absolutely correct is the ship that you are currently in. So I completely understand
4: that.
6: Yeah, I mean, people,
4: <laughs> and the two people still playing Anarchy online are still are also <laughs> screaming, and yelling. But, yeah, you know, there's two people still playing that game.
5: <laughs> but I will admit, I think when the Eve Online guys are on, I think there's a subliminal message in there because every time they're on, I'm I'm like, I want to play that game. That game sounds fun. And then after the podcast, I'm like, Oh wait a minute, no, I didn't like that game. What am I talking about?
2: <laughs> it's the but, community. Yeah. We make it yeah. fun, you know.
5: Yeah, it sounds like a bunch of fun. But yeah, the main thing for one for liking Star Wars is well, first off, it's Star Wars, but it's sci-fi and. You know, I like playing WoW and I like playing Guild Wars 2 and Rift, but every now and then I need a a blaster rifle and I need a lightsaber and, you know, I need robots to kill. And that's what Star Wars gives to me, where I can't get that anywhere else. Um, Another thing I like about Star Wars is I like the legacy experience perks. And basically what that is is you have perks like for gaining experience and doing pvp um doing um flashpoints which are like instances um your class quest exploration and spaceship missions so the first time you go through the game with your main you're like oh i'll do all this stuff but when you go to make an alt you're like "Uh, i don't really want to do everything all over again so you go to the experience perks and you just say, I'm going to level this alt in PVP. And you just buy those experience perks. And now when you do PVP, you get like twice or three times the experience when you go do your PVP. And you can just level doing that. Or you can do that with spaceship missions. Or you can combine both. Um, on my Juggernaut, when um, I leveled it, I did nothing but the flashpoints and the spaceship missions. And I went from 1 to 50 doing nothing but that.
7: Wow.
5: And <laughs> Yeah. So... But, you know, I went ahead and did my class quest because I wanted to be able to do my dailies, but I didn't have to do my class quest. So, I mean, it, it works really nice, and it lets you have a choice on, you know, how you level your alts. And the last thing that I like is I like the abilities of Star Wars. I like Force Sleep. I like Saber Throw. I like Force-choking robots. I mean, <laughs> come on.
6: <laughs> who who and,
1: wouldn't like that? Come on now.
5: Yeah. Who doesn't like Force-choking robots? (laughs) And, you know, my ops team likes Force-choking robots, so we got to have Force-choke. And, you know, I like the bounty hunters, you know, death from above, you know, where they fly up in the air and they're laying down all this, you know, death and destruction. And the Sith Sorcerer's, you know, uh, lightning storm. I mean, it's a cool animation, and this is something I can't get anywhere else.
1: Yeah, they, they I mean they absolutely have the uh, the sci-fi market as well as yeah, some of the abilities. Uh, when I was playing a lot more actively, I was the tank and I we sort of had a mini not operations a flashpoint group that we would uh, get together and yeah, they the tanking as a um I was a not a vanguard. What is that? I believe it was Commando? Is that the... No, no, no.
5: You're you're right. It's a Vanguard. No, no, no,
1: but I it, it was a um a soldier. A trooper, trooper, trooper. Yes, yeah. but um, so I I was tanking as that, and yeah, just be, like I'm gonna launch, you know, a bunch of grenades into this. It it was it was uh very satisfying. Like the abilities felt, you know, very much so. Like oh yeah, no, they're totally all gonna pay attention to me because I just chucked eight grenades at them. So <laughs> it's things like that that are uh, that are rather fun to do.
5: Uh, oh, come Th- don't you like sh- taking the butt of your rifle and hitting the oh, yes. guy in the face? I mean that's fun too. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, one of the things you mentioned was the, uh, you know, an operations team. And just so everybody's clear on that, in uh, in Sotor land, an operation is a raid team. That's it. That's all. That's the, yeah, you want know,
2: them and their fancy lingo, trying to be different. <laughs> no,
4: we I don't go different. down for.
2: I don't go for those shenanigans. A raid's a raid's a raid. A
4: raid. No, I, it's no, no, different. No, no, no. Star Wars is eight <laughs> people or sixteen people. All yeah. right, that, yeah, it's that's totally different.
2: <laughs> oh, I get it. I see. That's so right. five and ten, yeah. it's eight and sixteen. It's totally okay. Well, that's I'm I'm right. why Star
4: Wars, I operate. When I'm playing Warcraft, I raid. It's a big difference. Okay.
1: Well, now that we have that out of the
4: way.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> All right. So, um, so Mackie, you, you actually run one of our, uh, one of our, um, operation teams. Right. Not raid team. Operation teams. Uh, lords and light can you tell us a little bit about that and, you know uh, how much fun you guys been having all right um
5: yeah i run a the lord of light raid team and right now we're running the republic side and on the imperial side we run on sunday and wednesday nights and basically what we're doing right now on the republic side is we're doing uh eight man explosive conflict hard mode And on the Imperial side, we just started going into um, eight-man terror from beyond story mode. Um, You know, we we usually, on Wednesday nights, we do the Empire side, and on Sunday night, we do the Republic side. And when we started off just being on the Republic side, but what we were finding was we have a, a lot of guys on my ops team that are pretty much on all the time. And we'd have Empire guys that would come into vent, and they would say, you know, hey, can y'all come help us with a, an op? We need a healer or something. Well, we didn't have no Empire guys. So one of the reasons we created the Empire side raid team was so that we could help if they needed something on that side. We would have guys that were there and guys that were geared. And the other reason I started the Empire side was I just felt like we needed a change of pace, you know, keep things different, keep things lively. I mean, everybody's, as alluded would like to say, raided. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> after, you, after you do a certain raid for so long, you know, you kind of get in there and you're like, oh, we're going to take this guy on again. <laughs> and, but, you know, now that we go from both sides, you get kind of a different view being on the Empire side. Whereas on the Republic side, it's a whole different view. And you get to see all your, you know, op team as different people. And it also allows us that if you're tanking on the Republic side, you can make a DPS guy on the Empire side and and roll as DPS or, you know, a healer or whatever. You can do something totally different. Unlike me who rolled, you know, Jedi Knight on the Republic side and Sith Juggernaut on the Sith side. And I tank both. But, well, that's
1: because you're a masochist. I mean, that's yeah.
4: that's all you. Like
5: Yeah. You know.
4: I out. agree. I would agree with that.
6: It's just my way.
2: <laughs> Thanks for humoring me, by the way.
5: Uh, you know, that's what I live for. Um sweet. <laughs> see now I'm not gonna get any tough questions from her. But, no, uh, I will be very difficult, huh? <laughs>
4: Yeah. that's what we need just to inflate Luda's ego a little bit more
2: <laughs> yeah well I had a birthday recently too so
1: oh well, <laughs> oh that's right I t- I, I, was I was totally gonna mention that it was like last Thursday or no last Friday
2: Tuesday.
1: Tuesday, Tuesday. oh when we
2: were when we typically would have recorded but we changed it up
1: oh okay okay well happy happy belated birthday yeah I totally was Thank gonna you. mention that and I completely flaked on it so I apologize
2: no problem I mentioned have it.
4: A, have a virtual cupcake
2: oh <gasps> yeah!
5: You know, the other thing is, is with that ops team is, you know, like I said, we try to, you know, keep it, you know, try to mix it up and keep it lively and not get boring. And the other thing we do is we use turntable and we have like three or four DJs that, you know, we pick a theme for the night. Like it could be 80s, you know, hair bands or British Invasion or one night we had uh, all Canadian singers and they put together a list and we listen to those songs as we go through rating and, um, I originally got that idea because i I'd had a week where I was doing hard mode flashpoints and I kept getting Sless over and over and over. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, it's Sless again. And then Pell was in the vent and he said, Hey guys, come listen to my turntable. And I was like, eh, a turntable, what is that? And I, you know, I was like, Okay, what the heck? And I went in there and he was playing these songs and before I knew it, I forgot I was even in Sless. And then it was over and I was like, I think I want this in the ops team. So I started talking to him about it. I was like, let's try this when we're farming something. And we tried it farming. And then I said, you know what? Let's try it when we're trying to learn a fight and see if we can do that as well. And you know what? It works both ways. So we've been using it the whole time. And I think it helps when you're trying to learn a new boss. It kind of takes that edge off.
1: Well, that's that's good, and yeah, it's the mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, Pell asked you to do something, and you were considering not doing it. Do you want to get force choked, man? That's not the <laughs> way it works. <laughs> hey, oh, oh. now he
2: said he was on the good side. They play on both sides. Oh, he I've can't seen force what Pell's puny on on the uh, Rebel Alliance. Can uh, he?
1: I I've seen what, what? Pell's. Uh, quote republic side character looks like his his (laughs) republic
4: is one evil dude yeah
5: well well, you know what let me tell you what i did to him today last night we went into terror from beyond and everybody's supposed to get datacrons and if you don't know what a datacron is it's a little cube that's hidden around the world and it gives you a a, a stat like plus four to willpower and that's a permanent stat once you get the datacron so you go through all these worlds you get datacrons well i leveled my Sorcerer up to 50 last night, I went and got all my Datacrons this morning and last night, Pell said that he didn't have any of his Datacrons, so when I saw him this afternoon, I said, hey Pell, you know what? I leveled my Sorcerer to 50 last night and, you know, you got a Sorcerer too and it only took me two hours to get all those Datacrons and he's he's like, oh my Ops Leader has a whip (laughs) Wow, okay, so you, you've Guys. got the Dark
1: Lord in check. That way to go as far as that, I guess.
2: Yeah, do you run him through Mr. Robot and call him out when he's wearing PvP gear? Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah there's no Star Wars fishing pole, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: Oh, well, good.
1: <laughs> okay, so you did mention um, like hard mode and uh, you, there's various modes for the... Because I know there's hard mode raids in WoW. What are the different... Because I know there are different ones. What are actually... Because I've actually never done an operation. What are the different sort of things that you can do in uh, the operations?
5: Okay, so you've got story mode, which is, you know, just regular. Then you got hard mode, which in hard mode... You know, the bosses usually have a little more hit points, they hit a little harder, and sometimes they might have an extra mechanic. And then there's Nightmare Mode. And in Nightmare Mode, they have even more hit points, they hit even harder, and they have an extra couple of mechanics.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So it's like, oh, you know this fight pretty well, huh? Let's let's amp up the... Di- now, I would hope the rewards are also like, better in each of those. Right. Okay. So it, it is it is worth it. If your group is capable of doing so, it is absolutely worth it to, you know, take on the more difficult modes.
5: Well, except Nightmare Mode, it drops the same loot as Hard Mode, which has been a complaint they're Supposedly, the reason with the Terra From Beyond, there's not a Nightmare Mode yet because they're wanting to wait and they're going to add extra gear to that when they drop that.
2: Okay. Well, that or they don't feel like they have given you guys good enough gear to do it yet.
5: (laughs) Well, right now there is new gear in hard mode, uh, Terra from Beyond. So at least once we get into that, we'll get some even better gear.
2: Awesome.
4: And I just want to put it, you know, easy way to um, convert in in the wild wild terms. Um, Story mode is like your raid finder. Uh, type difficulty, even though there's not a raid finder in the game, yeah. but is that you know is that sort of difficulty? And then you have your hard modes, more like your normal nightmare is your your hard modes, your 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 super duper mode, whatever. Your heroic, whatever, your heroic mode. If you want to use those terms, I guess.
2: Well, go. Cool. That's awesome. All
4: right. So yeah, there's there isn't uh, a nice raid game. I um I don't participate in, in the in the op game nearly as much as maki here but it's um you know it it, they are interesting encounters it's not just stand up here now stay out of the fire now hit this droid in the face now don't stand in the fire it's something a little more it's a lot more interesting than that it's and it still has the whole um ties everything together with us with a overarching story element which um is actually explained as you go through it which is really cool too which is really the, the big strength of the game
2: Yeah, I ran some instances, or whatever they're called. Um, It's not...
4: Flashpoints. Flashpoints.
2: That's it. Thank you. I ran some Flashpoints. See, I'm trying to learn your lingo. It's just not working out very well. (laughs) Um, When I was playing it, and they were really fun. And there were some good mechanics. You know, some really quirky, fun stuff in there. Now, I never got to CAP, so I never went to um, Ops. But uh, it was really cool seeing that. And that was just in the first three or so Flashpoints.
1: So I have a question as far as uh, operations go. It, I know in the at least flashpoints, like if you had someone that had a higher level of, you know, a gathering skill or one of the um, the skills that you could basically craft stuff. I'm trying to scavenging. Like if you right. had scavenging, you could be like, oh, I can totally repair this elevator and then we can go. We can skip like this whole group of trash. Do operations also have that mechanic or is that something strictly limited to flashpoints?
5: That's strictly limited to flashpoints. Okay, okay.
4: All right, so uh, let's just talk about just AIE and Sotor a bit. Uh, we're still rolling with two factions. We're still, uh, we're on the Empire, and we're on the Republic. Um, you know, the Empire is where the, you know, the core, uh, that the core grouping is. It's a larger community there. But, and if you're thinking of saying, hey, I want to give the Star Wars thing a try, you know, I... Um, I want to go with a larger AI, AIE group. Well, you want to uh, hop on the Empire side, that's where the, you're going to find the more traditional, large Greenwall-like um, grouping you have there. But we also play on the Republic side, and the Republic side still has that, that the AIE feel, but it's a smaller, more intimate community there. Now, both groups totally AIE awesome. They're they're great people. I sh- you know I love playing the game with these guys, um, but they they're both. Uh, they're both there. So if you want the more sp- smaller, tight knit AIE community, uh, we 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 have that on the Republic side. If you want the more larger, uh, you know the, the more the, you know the grander AIE um, Zerg, if you will, well we have that on the Empire side. And you know both are great. And you're more than welcome to join both. You're you're more than welcome to have characters on both sides. There's no restrictions on that.
1: And also keep in mind, just because you're playing Empire side, you can absolutely be a good guy on the Empire side. Like, oh, yes. There's the 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 choices are what now, races and classes would I like to play. And based yeah, on well, that, that's how you make your decision.
2: I'm calling shenanigans, okay? Because only on the Empire side. I was doing this quest and I was running through and a friend of mine joined me. Uh, I believe it was Accusad at the time. And... I, I did the quest, and I was going light side, right? Because I was being like, you know, pew pew with my guns, but I was going to have the heart of gold, right? So right. I chose the light side option, and the light side option happened to be murdering dozens of people.
4: Well, this is the I know only exactly time... what you're talking about. Yeah, this exactly is the only
2: time in a game I've ever been called a goody two-shoes for murdering. <laughs>
4: it's mercy. Well, they were I, all I bad. Exactly, I know exactly what quest you're talking <laughs> about. The The... The evil side, the dark side choice was to, to let slowly, them live. <laughs> no, slowly kill them in a slow, excruciating death at a sl- elongated period, or just say, you know, just rip the bandaid off immediately. That's, okay, well, that's why yeah. you're.
1: I guess given those two choices, <laughs> it <laughs> is technically the light side, yes. But I, I'm just choice. saying is because I'm I'm basically when I was uh, leveling my bounty hunter. I was very much of the school of, oh, no, like, I, I am not a good guy, but I am absolutely not answering to you. Like, I was right. very much playing yeah. a slightly dark side, but mostly middle of the road. And there were very few decisions that I was like, nah, I'm totally just going to kill this guy. Like, I didn't need to make very many of those decisions. So, you know, c- keep in mind. And as ABO as said, play both sides. Like the story is interesting from both sides of the fence, so you know you can you can absolutely you know get a good time out of both sides.
5: Well, the other thing is, is all those class stories at some point they all intertwine too. Right,
4: right. And just and as I have, not quite a not quite a spoiler, but for something that's coming out very very soon, you do need to have characters on both sides for for it to see it in, in, to completion. Oh, wow. Okay. Well,
2: that's rough. That's rough <laughs> on the players, you know?
4: So you know, let's go into it because there's a, you know, if uh, actually if you go to the Siltor website, it's actually one of the big splash screens. There's a new, and yes, I'm jumping ahead, but it's a nice transition.
1: There's a new companion Oh, <laughs> uh, if you out. talk about the transition, it's not a good transition, man.
5: Yeah, no <laughs> okay. kidding. Yeah, Rule one,
4: don't there talk about the transitions. <laughs> podcast 101. <laughs> uh, I, I'm on like, I'm podcast, like, 25 right now. Anyway, but um, so th- there's a one of the new um, uh, companions that's coming out that's actually on the the Did you say the, pet? the pub. Oh, the, the, um, <laughs> companions pet. Oh, I mean,
2: you know, oh, friend, buddy.
4: Got it. Yes, yeah, yeah. One of your buddies. It's actually the, the HK51. Uh, oh, the like meat little, bag robot. <laughs> yes, uh, the, the, the the new upgraded one. Um, you need to actually get items that are only accessible on. On the Empire side, and also items are only accessible on the on the Republic side. So you have to get them from both sides, Republic and Empire um, side. So it's and then you have to mail them to yourself, to your uh, to your other um, characters within your legacy, which which is a funny term for just account. Uh, so, so then you can actually complete uh, the quest to actually get him as a companion. Now it's still on the it's still on the on the test the test server. So it may not come to fashion, but that's the thing they've been leading up to and telling us this is the way it's going to be for months. So, you know, if you're a betting man, that's the way it's probably going to be. But it really uh, um, plays on the whole legacy idea, saying you are not your one character, you are your legacy. And it's it's, uh, one of the cool features about the game.
1: Um, So it sounds like there is a new patch coming up, uh, 1.4 Terror from Beyond. Well, that's out now. Oh, yeah, that's out now. That wow! I holy cow! That's
7: <laughs> it's Every two, two weeks, weeks old.
2: <laughs> is this where we is this where we give you guff because this is technically your game and even though you're yeah. not playing it, you should at least I don't know poke your. And nose you're an, at an face. officer
1: in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel enough guilt as it is.
2: Uh, didn't we announce? Wait, didn't we announce this on the podcast?
1: Yes, we did. Did we? I've- <laughs> You act like I would uh, remember what we talked about last week.
2: This is true. Come on now. This is true. Ah, a week is a very show. long time.
1: <laughs> it, it was too much panda talk. <laughs> well, that's going to happen when you have Lank
4: on. What can you
5: do? Yeah. Craft fair and and panda talk.
4: All right, so we got this patch one four. Terror from beyond. Uh, uh, it has the you know the ray that we're talking about. Terror from beyond. It's a you know, it's a new... Oh, I'm sorry. It's a new operation that's on there. Uh, just corrupted you. yeah well <laughs> you know, I for, those that. That, Did for those you? that you know, I also play a lot of Warcraft too, so...
5: Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Shh,
5: you're not supposed to admit that.
4: <laughs> well, dude, I play a lot of games. <laughs> Alright, so um, Terror from Beyond. Uh, new operation. and uh, You know, we've got an 8-man-16 story in hard modes. Uh, it takes you to the, Now, you know, given I don't... Mike, you can't take over from me on here, because yes. okay. I have so not it, ran this
5: yet. So basically what Terror from Beyond is, like you said, it's the new op, and the premise behind it is is the um, Sith Lords that are known as the Masters, which is one of these storylines that, Goes throughout the game. When you go to Bell Savis, you first meet the Dreadmasters and then you go into explosive conflict and there's some more dealing with them. And this goes into the story even further because now they've opened up a Gree Hypergate. And this Hypergate, um, nobody knows where, where, where it goes to and what's going to come out of it. And your team is basically tasked with going into Terra from Beyond. And finding this hypergate and destroying it and destroying whatever comes out of the hypergate.
2: it could take you to the land of cookies and cake.
1: No.
5: No, we no know no. where
1: it goes and only bad things
5: come out. Oh, when it's well, their dreadmasters. Yeah, they <laughs> See, dreadmasters opened it. It's bad.
2: Yes, yes they, they, they're like, ah, oh, diabetes and cavities. Oh. <laughs> right.
5: <laughs> That's what I've been fighting this last two weeks is cavities.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
5: <laughs> they're brutal.
2: I'm sure
5: they are. <laughs> Especially in hard mode, vitus <laughs> is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: also cool in this patch, um, uh, th- there is a group finder in the game for those who who may have started when the game first came out and have since left. Um, there is a group finder now, and one of the cool things about the group finder now um, which is something that we we as players have been, clam- have been asking for is uh, when you go into the group finder. You go through your, your flashpoint, uh, pew, 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 boom, 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 get your loots, and then you exit the flashpoint. It now, leaves, uh, it now drops you off from where you came. Oh, came from. oh hold on, hold on. It
5: What it does at the end, it gives you two options. Oh, right. And it says previous location, which is wherever you were. So if you're out questing, it'll drop you back there, or exit area, which will drop you right outside the flashpoint.
1: Okay, so actually, that would be nice if you were intending to go back to like the space station anyway. That's right. that's a really nice a really nice option that they give you. So that's that's a very well executed there.
4: Yeah. there's also some other uh, fun st- fun things such as um, unified colors on companions, so your companion doesn't look like a clown when they have a mismatch of gear. <laughs> um, I like my ho-ho. clown. <laughs> uh, you can have you you can set a mood. So if you are in a good mood. You can, you know, say you you can actually run a command to actually say put a smile on your face, put a, a frown on your face. Um, I have a you know a friend of mine who, who used to play whose character looked like Kiana uh, Reeves, so we always uh, joked around saying we he, we can now it can now be sad Kiana. <laughs> nice. we're anyway, right there. And something else fun for those people at max level, you. Um, you want to go to the place where you get all your daily missions or all your daily quests? Well, instead of just uh, go, click on a button, go to your ship, click on a button, load screen, another button, load screen. Well, now you can just press a single button and boom. You have a listing of all your your um your daily zones or daily planets. Click on it. Boom. You're there. Next one. Boom. You're there.
1: Oh, wow. So so they know dailies are tedious enough without transport time.
5: Right. Yes.
4: Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> One load screen, call it a
1: day. Well, that's, that's really, really nice. I, I I did like that on the max level character, like the space, mi- space missions were like, oh, this is really nice. Like you just go in your ship and you can do any of them essentially from there. So that was nice that I'm glad they've extended that to
4: dailies as well. Yeah. And for me, it is a time saver. because that, that is something oh, that I
1: do. do yeah. Time Transportation time. time is it's not super slow, but it definitely is a bunch of load screens, which the game is kind of not the fastest at. Right. <laughs> so yeah. th- the less load screens you have to deal with, the, you know, the faster you can get to actually playing
5: the game. So basically, we eliminated six load screens. Oh, to wow. To go from Corellia, or from the Black Hole, over to Belsavis. So
1: that's what, like eight to ten minutes? Wow! Oh, that's,
5: yeah, it's like well, more like fifteen minutes because you got to get onto your ship and, oh, and get off. You got to go ship, through yeah. the spaceport to get onto your ship, and then once you get off your ship, then you got to go through another spaceport to another shuttle. Yeah, instead now it's you go from the black hole straight to Bell Savis. Yeah,
4: less load screen, more pew pew. and
5: that's Yeah, what we more pew pew.
4: <laughs> so something else coming up here. We actually have. You know, even though yeah, you know, we are smaller than let's say you know Warcraft, because Warcraft has what what was Warcraft up now to what? Uh, it's
1: like 9,200 or somewhere around there.
4: Yes. Um, now you know, let's be honest. Soultor is not that big, but we do have a very active community, though. I mean, we have, actually have coming up on October 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Do your own math. Um, we have a Halloween party coming up, and that you know and. Um, mm. There's a lot of details on it, and guess where, the, where those details are? They're on the forums. Go you know to forums? the forums, ladies and gentlemen. You know those forums? Those forums that are awesome, and you should read them? Yeah, those forums. You should read them. Go. Forums.
1: You're really yeah. losing about, I would say, 25 to 30% of the AIE experience if you don't go to the forums, at least yeah. that much. That's I agree. like
2: being in-game and turning off Greenwall.
4: Some people do <laughs> it. I don't get it, but some people uh, do yeah, it. It's like, it's that's, the that's AIE half the fun. Experience. <laughs> but seriously, forums. Awesome.
1: And yes. it looks like, uh, Makia, you're trying to organize some Datacron nights.
5: Yeah, we have um, we have two Datacron nights, and these are p- for the plus ten to all stats. So that's all the stats, okay? I mean, plus ten to you know, plus ten to willpower, plus ten to aim, all of them. And we're going to do the Empire night on the seventeenth of October at nine Eastern, and then we're going to do the Republic night. Will be Sunday, the twenty-first of October at 9 Eastern. The thing of it is, if you can't make it on time, it's all right. Because what has to happen is you have to have a five-man group to do this. And by the time they get to where they need to go, they're going to put an inquisitor or a counselor up on the ledge. And if you're late, there'll be somebody that will open the door for you Somebody will take you all the way to where you need to go, and a counselor or an inquisitor will just pull you up to the ledge, and you just walk in and get your plus ten datacron. It's, oh wow! Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like a give me if you just show up. It's a give me. Man, maybe yep. I'm gonna like try to, to have it,
1: to organize so I can be on that night because I really I need I like my to call plus that ability, ten
4: <laughs> force joink. Exactly yeah. Oh,
2: <laughs> like the like the wild priest joink. I know exactly yes. what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: Yeah, sort of like what a Death Knight does. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Cool. That's, uh, yeah, plus 10 is, is uh, nice stuff, that's, in, yeah. that's pretty consequential in that game. That's a, it's yeah. a, nice, a nice feather in your cap to have. That's
2: like a piece of armor.
1: Yeah, basically. That you yeah. never have to worry about, like, oh, if I'm upgrading, I'm losing yeah. it. Nope, you keep it all the time.
5: Yeah, I mean, this is something, like I said, it takes five or six people. I can't remember exactly. And you have to know what you're doing and if you just you just can't just have anybody just go do it. I oh, mean you have out. to look up a guide and then you'd have to okay, we got to shoot this, we got to shoot over here and you got to click this and you got to click that at the same time. No, this is the time you need to get it.
4: Right, and if you're so if you do happen to join us when the game goes free to play, um and yeah,
2: hint, hint.
4: yes, well Oh, and we'll get to that. But if you join us there, you know we will show you how to get there. So, and it's it's not incredibly difficult as long if you know how to do it. But it's something that um, yeah, you know, it's a nice little boost, and it's not that hard. You don't have to you don't have to kill too many mobs. I think is there. I don't from my last time I've done it. I don't recall any bad guys. Uh, no, nope, the There's no mobs. Okay, so you just show up. You um, take a few zip lines, or you get yoinked up, and boom. Plus 10.
5: And only level 50s can get the plus 10 Datacron.
1: Okay. Okay, fair enough.
4: Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that now, but the free to, uh, when the game goes free to play, you can get a uh, level all the way up to level 50 uh, without, without paying a cent. Ooh. All right, so let's talk about this thing here. Free to play. Free to play is essentially... Uh, you know it's, it is really the future of our whole really where the MMO industry is going you know Warcraft is still the oddity all right that it's still doing a uh, still doing a subscription just because it has still has ten million people poning up fifteen bucks a month you know I am still one of those people mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah because i'm pay for I, I actually pay for three MMOs right now because uh, you know I guess i 'm crazy but but i am but i am <laughs> But, you know, I do, play, I, I do pay for Star Wars, and I still plan on continuing because there is benefits for having subscription in the, in the free-to-play game. But um, AIE, we're really excited for this free-to-play because we have so many people saying, uh, I don't want to have that other subscription. Well, when it comes to free-to-play, we're going to be able to say, hey, come on in, play this game that we love so much. You know, We're going to extend and say, hey, come on in. We'll show you around. We, we'll be able to you know, play the game and you know, you know, have a great time. And there's going to be no no financial commitment on for the new players coming in, uh, you know, to, to check the game out and to see all the the free things in the game. Now, there's what's free. We're not sure. We don't have all the details yet. There's they're slowly giving some information now. There is a, a little matrix as, that is. Says some things in vague terms on what you get and what you don't get.
7: Very vague.
1: Yeah, like limited yeah. and extremely limited are are not terribly helpful. <laughs> they
6: really <Yeah>. are.
4: <laughs> right, but there are some things we can extrapolate from what they said and some other interviews they've done, and also what the uh, what the MMO free to play community has done for other games have gone through. The transitions, such as you know, Lord of the Rings, have done this thing. EverQuest One, EverQuest Two, yeah, those games are still around, and they're actually doing quite well, actually. When they've gone to the free-to-play conversion, and you know, I expect Star Wars to do follow suit in the same way here. The big thing that they're going to be having here is a they have something called Cartel Coins, and that's like you know, it's like Xbox Live Points or or whatever currency that some service would use, and you would you know you would purchase those, or if you subscribe, you're given an allowance. And then you would just, you know, purchase content, uh, you know, that you wish wish to do. If you do subscribe, not only do you automatically get everything, but then you also get an additional allowance for other fun things such as experience points boost. You know, maybe some other things to help you you travel around the world. Um, they've already um, said that we're going to have some extra pets involved that you can purchase. Oh. Oh Udra. wait,
2: wait, wait. Now are we talking real pets or these companions again because that lingo really is confusing?
4: No, real pets. Real pets. Oh, good. They, they sit there and look cute. Oh yay! <laughs> more, and so they, they, there's a few of those already on there. One of them that there will be given away for free, which is the uh the little party Jawa. Uh, that's oh, going to be
2: party time.
4: Yep. So he, uh, he he's going to be uh for went out there. They had a little um vote going on. They had a, the little um I forget what they're called, but the little dude in um, the the, uh, the little guy from uh, in Return of the Jedi, little jo- um, Jabba the Hutt's little pet that he, he just like laughed all the time. Didn't really say anything A... when those guys.
5: Oh, yeah.
1: Devil yeah. monkey. What the heck is
4: it called? Man,
1: I am I losing Star air Wars air points like... <laughs>
4: all yeah. the
1: time. S- Salacious Chrome is his name, but I don't. Um, it's like Kowakian Devil Monkey or something, I believe. Something like that.
5: Yeah, something like that.
2: <laughs> I'm just going to nod.
5: <laughs> guacamole Devil Monkey, what?
2: Yeah, gu- oh, Guacamole Monkey, I love it.
5: There, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, oh, I
2: love you know, it. as
4: guaca- Guacamole Monkey. All right, cool. Yes. I'm so- sorry, it
1: was Kowakian Monkey Lizard. I was close.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Guacamole Monkey. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Well, that might right, be our so- show title.
2: Guacamole <laughs> Monkey. There we go.
4: <laughs> All right. There we go. But they, they also have some other, um, some evil looking, uh, you know, Dr. Claw chair is, is, is what I'm calling it, but it's a Sith chair. Uh, and some other um, cosmetic things are going you know, they're going to be adding in there. Um, other things, they had a QA recently, and they talked about free to play as, as a big part in there. One of the things out there is that, you know, people are scared when games go free to play that it turns into. Um, pay to win, and they've are they addressed that that question specifically. And uh, what they came out and saying was, as you're leveling, if you uh, realize that you know I I leveled here, but I didn't get lucky on the drops. The, uh, you know I, I was just running flash points, and I didn't get the gear I wanted. Uh, but you know I have an extra five bucks in cartel points, or where how much is going to be. I can purchase leveling gear that will get me up to a certain, you know, get my gear up to date but they said by no means will any you will be able to buy any end game gear period if you want the you want the stuff that the people who run operations have
1: run, well, operations.
4: You <laughs> right. run operations you gotta play <laughs> if you want the good stuff you gotta you know if you want to look like the man you gotta be the man
5: same thing with pvp right Dr. well Franny.
1: and it a- to, to be fair, PvP gear is kind of useless in PvE, so I'm not sure why someone would want PvP gear if they don't actually right. PvP. So yeah. that one makes sense.
4: Right. Um, something else that's been uh, flown out there is saying, well, you know, I want to play the game, I want to do operations, but it's a free to play game. Why should I, uh, you know, why should I do a subscription? Am I locked out from the operations? Well, something else, and this was uh, that they announced was they, you can purchase an operation. And still be a free-to-play player. So let's say you got that level 50 character, but something happens where you, you don't want to pay the subscription anymore. Well, you pay X amount of dollars. Again, that X is an unknown right now, and you'll be be able to purchase set operations, so you can go uh, hang out in uh, t- uh, hang out in uh, the Terraform Beyond, or Eternian Vaults, or the other one, the something something's Palace. I forget his name.
5: Krager's Palace.
4: Krager's Palace. Thank you.
2: So is this purchase like a temporary pass or is it a permanent pass? Like I can always run it and do we know yet?
4: We, we don't, don't know, know yet.
1: Certain? I'm guessing it'll be a per, but I'm guessing it will not be like a debilitating amount to like run a single operation. But I hope um, not. I'm, I'm also like really curious to see if it's when you pay for that because operations, they now they're on a weekly cooldown, Correct. Correct. So does that mean for the week it's open for you? Because what if you, you know, can't finish it in one evening? I'm assuming it is a purchase of one raid lock, or I'm sorry, one operation lockout. But we haven't, you know, we haven't really been given that information yet.
5: Right. I mean, it could be like that, or it could be like, you know, like with Red Dead Redemption when they had that zombie thing, and you bought the little zombie expansion pack thing. And, you know, now you get to play it all the time. I mean, they could just say, you want to do Eternity Vault? Just buy Eternity Vault. Okay, now yeah. I can do it all the time.
2: Five bucks, right. and now you can run a raid whenever right. you want.
5: Exactly, I love
2: that. I mean,
5: I mean that might be how they do it. They might say, you know, uh, well, you know, you pay, you know, two dollars, and you can run it this week.
4: Yeah. Well, I'm willing to bet you, based off of the other Ooh. games who have gone free to play um, in in the MMO industry, um, Lord of the Rings does this, EverQuest does this, and I'm sure there's others that do this as well. If you buy the raid. You you have the raid on your account. Don't. Oh, okay. That's and I have through my th- through my recollection here, I do not know of one where you only buy so many weeks or months um, of access to the raid. I don't know of one. I'm not gonna I say it's either. not out there. But...
1: And I, I know that I will be converting my account to free to play, but I also bought the collector's edition, which apparently you get a whole a whole bunch of cartel coins for Mm -hmm. having purchased a collector's edition so i might be able to do operations and stuff anyway once it goes free to play because i don't
4: know like what sort of allotment or anything they're going to be giving me a lot i think it's 1500 just for having the expansion plus you get i think it's 100 per month that you subscribe to the game i think
1: oh wow okay and i've been subscribed since start so that's another you know 1200 or something so okay so I should be good for a while on cartel coins.
4: Yeah. Wow.
7: So
4: plus, plus you actually, um, if you are converting uh, to, to free, you, you know, let's say I'm guessing you spend, doing like three or six months at a time I'm just throwing that out there, you know, it might carry over anyway. So you, you might be, you know, doubling or get like, you know, 1,300, 1,400 points. And, you know, all this information is available on the, on the SOTOR uh, website. Um, I'm sure this will be posted in the show notes once uh, this, these notes go live.
2: Yeah, it'd be really cool if you could buy things for your friends too.
4: That would be awesome.
1: But Yeah, Yeah. unfortunately, (laughs) we don't know that yet. (laughs) Now you you can always yeah, I I looked for
2: that because you know I wanted to know, and I couldn't find any info on it yet.
4: Yeah, they're playing things pretty
1: close to the vest right now.
4: The other option, uh, if you want to gift um, an item to somebody, you can always get them a uh, a Visa gift card.
1: That's that's. (laughs) I I think she's more (laughs) intending gifts to be given to her. Is what I think the uh, the well, thing is I going. Well, I could on.
2: be angling for it, but mostly because <laughs> my I know my husband's probably not going back to SWOTOR anytime soon, and he's gonna have a bunch of coins.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Our coins transferable. That's that's yes. a real question. Yeah, that's a good question. All
4: right. Um. Uh, something else we we already discussed HK fifty one, which um which was a, a surprise to me, but that um I hopped onto the um the the public test yard today. Along with you know a few other uh, features of the new patch coming down, um, so that was a a big big surprise to me that they're actually um, getting a lot faster on pushing out new content because you know 1.4 the last patch the last patch that came down is about two weeks old, and here we are looking at a new pa- uh, looking at new at a new patch uh, awesome. on P.T.S. Very similar to what you know I'm going to be straight up here. It's very similar to what WoW is doing since both um, the WoW um, that uh, was a f- five one came out today uh, on the on the uh, on the pu- public test. Yeah, five yeah. so
2: one Star on uh,
7: PTR. Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: honestly think that's the new world order. I mean, I I I think that MMO companies know that they now need to. I mean, Secret World is doing the th- same thing. They're aiming for a every four to five weeks coming out with the content patch. So I I think this is going to be in order to attract from the oversaturated market, in order, you know, to attract people to their specific game. I think that's going to continue to happen.
4: Right. And if you ask me, I think we owe a big, big thank you to Rift for setting up that president.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm surprised at how strong that community is. Like, it's the the. The game is not, does not have the largest population, but, yeah, their their team is really, really dedicated to, like, getting content out to people.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's one thing I really admire about the Rift team.
4: Yeah, right. So much that I have a subscription to that game that I haven't logged into for at least three months, and I know I should because <laughs> it's a great game.
1: Well, and I, you, you have a huge patch coming up on that game, too. so
4: <laughs> I probably it's do. It's not a
2: patch. It's an expansion. Well, yes,
1: that, that's what I meant. Well, that's technically a patch. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, it can be viewed that way, except now i got to go to the store and buy it.
1: <laughs> okay, um, we are approaching the hour mark here, so uh, I'm going to uh, call it there. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to uh, discuss? This is, I think, really informative, and I think uh, we'll get a bunch of people all ramped up to uh, free-to-play here.
4: Yeah. 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 The only, only other thing I, I would say is, um, if you're waiting for free-to-play but you want to try the game out, well, you can try it out right now. There's I. In addition to free-to-play, you, there's free-to-play up to low 15
5: to Oh, okay.
1: Nice. You- and I got
5: one. I got one more thing. Last time Pell was on this show, and he made a big fuss about his offhanded black and blue lightsaber that he didn't have. You know what? He's got his black and blue lightsaber. I made sure he got his little black and blue lightsaber since he just had to air the dirty laundry <laughs> on the podcast.
2: Oh. <laughs> so, They're but,
5: fighting words. Yeah, they were. Is he happy with his black and blue lightsaber? No. The other day he told me he wants black and orange ones now for Halloween, and I had to tell him today, I got too many things on my plate for you to have black and orange lightsabers oh. for Halloween.
1: Oh, and there's Pal.
5: Oh,
7: yeah. Gets
1: called out on the show. It's like you summoned him. It was
5: amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my inner Barney senses said, challenge accepted. And I had to get him his black and blue lightsabers. Oh, man. Oh. Well, good on and dragged, you. Good on and you. And dragged seven other people to do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's our show for this evening we want to thank both Abavant and makia for joining us next week we'll be talking to folks in aie in the secret world uh stay tuned as we've got a great whoa full ride of wow that is, that is that is a bizarre sentence uh stay yeah. tuned as we've got a full ride of great aie member segments including ask miss Mulgra. Overly dramatic news, Southern Gaming, Mega and Eludra's pets. Look, I didn't say non combat pets this time. I remembered. <laughs> if you need to reach us, we can be found at podcast at aie guild.org. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at aie podcast. I am at show not found. Acuzod, who will be joining us next week, will be at Acuzod. Uh, Aludra is at Aludra underscore A-I-E. And our guest Twitters are at Abavan and at A-I-E Machia, which is A-I-E-M-A-C-H-I-A. Uh, our website is www.theaiepodcast.com. And I uh, want to thank you both for joining us. I, I think this was a really informative show. Thanks. Yes.
3: Hey, oh, no thanks problem. for to be here. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website? A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alaya Dash, est dash gaming dash community and register put in your location and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer that's www.meetup.com slash alea dash eokta dash s gaming dash community AIE where all the nice people on the internet are gentlemen
7: and ladies, ladies and gentlemen please direct your attention Ka and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, wouldn't you be cooler if you had a ferocious fighting pet? First, like the great Thrall, I am a shaman. We shaman commune with the very elements of nature. With the powers of the world at hand, we have no need of pets to do our work for us. Second, I live in Durotar. There is dusty red rock everywhere. It's hot. No pet would make me cooler in this land. I could be cooler, however, if someone would make me a nice strawberry gnome smoothie. With just a hint of lime. I am Miss Mulgra, and that is my advice. Akamagash. Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com.
6: Lawsuits shroud Pandaria in mists of controversy. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. The continent of Pandaria has been discovered for little over a week, but already a new front has opened in the battle for its control, the courtroom. Yesterday, a lawsuit was filed by a firm representing a plaintiff claiming that Pandaria and all its residents are his intellectual property. The plaintiff is identified in court papers as a Mr. Black, though this is almost certainly a pseudonym, and seeks an injunction barring all Horde and Alliance travel to the new land. The lawsuit was filed in Reventusk Village in the Eastern District of the Hinterlands. Juries here have consistently found in favor of Troll plaintiffs, so it was really not a surprise this morning when another lawsuit was filed, this time against the Titans, by the local family law firm Trollkin, also on behalf of a secretive client. This second suit alleges that the client is the true creator of Azeroth and demands royalties back to the creation of our world. This trend of intellectual property lawsuits shows no sign of abating, in fact it looks Hmm, we have a listener call coming in. Check the caller ID. Odd. All it says is Onion. Eh, must be some prank caller from Half Hill Market. And voicemail. Anyways, as I was saying, these lawsuits are becoming more and more common, so be careful. You could be the next target. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.
8: Well, howdy y'all, and welcome to this here edition of Southern Gaming with Boovie. I has me what them fancy folk call a real dilemma. That there real life has gone and reared its ugly head, preventing me from leveling my pander feller. Poor old Boo Foo has spent many a night alone hanging out in one tavern or another. Gotta get that rested XP, you know. If an I ain't careful, he will take up to the old moonshine, and then I'll never get any work out of him. Well, we bought us a new home recently, and we's even have a cement pond with that thing. As you can imagine, there's work to be done. Old ball and chain won't do it all herself for some daggone reason, and she's taken to giving me chores to do around here. I keeps telling her my pander is going to turn into a moonshine-drinking kung fu drunkard, but she is not caring one little bit. I wants to get me pander leveled on up so I can do some at there raiding. I was not lucky enough to think about recruiting a good old friend. Well, heck, all my friends are still running on a Commodore 64. This is the country, after all. Well, fellers, that's it for this week. Oh, and fellettes, I guess I should include you, too, in case you're listening. I'm gonna get off here and try to level some more. Panders rule, and chores they do a drool. Catch y'all later. (laughs)
0: Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Megacode, a mini-cast on all things Holy Paladin. Sorry for the short hiatus, but like the rest of you, I was on vacation visiting a beautiful continent named Pandaria. Now that I've returned, I'll be reviewing our level 60 talents. First talent, Hand of Purity. Hand of Purity places a hand on the friendly target, reducing the damage of harmful periodic effects by 70% for 6 seconds. Players may only have one hand on them per Paladin at any one time. Best used in PvE to place on players taking damage from a damage over time spell. Second talent, unbreakable spirit. When your divine shield, divine protection, or land hands are on cooldown, spending holy power will reduce the remaining cooldown by 1% of holy power spent. Up to a maximum of 50% reduction. Good passive talent to take for both PvE and PvP. Third talent, clemency. With clemency, You can use Hand of Freedom, Hand of Protection, Hand of Sacrifice, and Hand of Salvation twice each before incurring their cooldowns. Great talent to take for both PvE and PvP. As you can see it's a win-win for all of our level 60 talents. Which one to use will be dependent on your playstyle and of course the mechanics of the fight and situation. My stock talent for both PvE and PvP will be to go with Clemency to take advantage of extra hand spells. But at times, I'm sure I'll be taking Hand of Purity for that damage reduction to dots. Hope you're all loving Mystopendaria. I know I am. This completes this week's Mega Minute. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMMark with a C, or check out my blog page at healingspec.com.
2: Hello, Luger the Mage here, helping you get the pets to win the battles. This week, we will be talking about special pets available only via the pet trainers. Turns out, the guy who trained you up in pet battles has a lot more to teach you besides how to fight. It also turns out he's just a little bit racist. And we thought vendors were universal in Gouging us for Gold. You see, they have a special pet for you, but they give out different pets based upon your character's race. What's with these guys? Most of these pets are run-of-the-mill pets you would get from any Faction City's pet vendor. There are three that really stand out, though. The Gilnean Raven is available to the Worgen. The Shorecrawler is available to the Goblins. And the Jade Crane Chick is available to the Pandarin. The rest are run-of-the-mill cockroaches, owls, moths, dragonhawk, hatchlings, cats, snakes, prey dogs, and rabbits that you can get elsewhere. Just go to the vendor and learn any pets that you aren't full up on with your various characters of different races. And remember, just because he won't sell them to your tune doesn't mean that they are restricted when they go account-wide in your pet journal. So, take that, Mr. Venderman. My Pandaren has a Gilnean Raven and a Jade Crane Chick. If you like this segment, or you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can follow me on Twitter at aludra underscore AIE. Old shows are at aludraspets.com.
0: Have you enjoyed the AIE experience? If you'd like, you can help support the gaming community by sending a $5 or more donation via PayPal. All proceeds will be going towards community operations, events like BlizzCon, the community's website, and much more. You can find our PayPal link by going to our website at www.aie-guild.org. Thank you for your support, and thank you for being a member of Alea Ayakta Est.
1: There we have episode 120 of the AIE podcast. Thanks to Makia and birthday guy Abavan for joining us to share what's going on in SWOTOR. Next week, we'll be talking with the folks in Secret World. Hope you'll join us for the live stream, and thank you for listening.
3: This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com.